Well, hey there, Mama, and welcome back to the Moms Overcoming Overwhelm podcast, episode 82. I'm Emily McDermott, and I am here beside you on this journey as we work together to declutter your home, head, and heart. Before we jump into today's conversation with Daniel Tienel, just wanted to remind you that I'm having a giveaway right now until the end of the month. And if you leave a written review in Apple Podcasts with a five-star rating, if possible, <laughs> and you send that screenshot to me, either at info at simplebyemmy.com or send it via Facebook or Instagram direct message, then you'll be in the running to win an autographed copy of my children's book, Little One. So check out the show notes for more information. Today, I'm very excited to bring you my conversation with Danielle Tienel. Danielle is a certified life coach who supports faith-filled moms to create balance in their busy lives. She is a wife, mom of three, member of the Catholic Church, author and speaker, and also the host of the Peaceful Mind podcast for busy moms. Her mission is to empower overwhelmed and stressed moms to feel more peace and joy in their busy mom life so they can maximize their full potential. And she does this through sharing her process called the Cyclone Mom Method through her books, courses, and life coaching offerings. And today we're having an amazing conversation about these three critical mindset shifts that are really going to help you overcome overwhelm. And they've all been very helpful in my life. I would highly recommend her book. You'll find more information in the show notes. And these critical mindset shifts have really been helpful for me, especially the B minus mom, <laughs> considering I always like my, my gold stars and my A plus plus. And so that has been extremely helpful for me. I know you're going to really love this conversation. So with that in mind, grab your notebook and pen, and let's dive into today's conversation with Daniel Tienel. Hey there, mama. Are you tired of all the stuff crowding your home calendar and mind? Do you wish you could say goodbye to the endless to-do list running around in your head? Want to declutter but don't know where to start? You're in the right place. Welcome to Mom's Overcoming Overwhelm, where you will find proven and practical solutions to declutter your home, head, and heart. Hi, I'm Emily, a wife, boy mom, and simplicity seeker. I struggled to get pregnant and felt overwhelmed until I discovered decluttering could create the physical and emotional space I needed to become a mom. Now two kids later, I've transformed my life and motherhood by developing simple systems around decluttering, capsule wardrobes, kid stuff, cleaning and tidying, meal planning, time management, and more, and I can't wait to share them with you. If you're ready to reclaim the time and energy you crave, be present with your kids, and finally enjoy the life and motherhood you so deserve, let's kick overwhelm to the curb, shall we? Grab your lukewarm coffee, your notebook and pen, and clear off some counter space. Let's do this. Hey, Danielle. Thank you so much for coming on the Moms Overcoming Overwhelm podcast. I am so excited to talk to you today. So thank you for being here. Hi, Emily. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here too. Yes, you and I connected a long, it feels like a long time ago. Oh, right. A lot's <laughs> happened but since then. But yeah. <laughs> when you and I were developing courses and we were kind of each other's accountability buddies or accountability buddy, as I've heard it said before. And we just had very aligned missions. And it's just been such a blessing to 
just kind of keep tabs on you and and how your business has been growing and how you've been supporting moms. So, so happy to be talking to you now that you had a podcast at the time and now I do. And it's just kind of cool how that all works, but I would love it if you could introduce yourself and tell everyone about you and your family, kind of how you serve moms and then kind of what you like to do when you're not doing all of those other things. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's see. So I am, um, first and foremost, I am a Catholic mom of three. I am also a twin mom. I have twin girls. They are off to college. And then I have a son who's, uh, who's still home with me. So that just gives you an idea of where I am in my motherhood, right? So I'm, I'm entering into the new stage where there is, um, you know, less of all of that daily kind of grind around my kids and a little bit more time where I can spend on yeah myself and building my business. So I'm a I'm a life coach, I'm a certified life coach and like you mentioned, I wanted to serve moms who were like me, overwhelmed, also had a faith aspect to their life. And yeah, I I love to let's see outside of work because <laughs> work doesn't feel like work to me, so I am working on that, right? Having more, but I'm naturally, which again, I think why you and I sync up too well, uh, very well is I naturally lean towards being organized and I love anything, um, organization. So give me open couple hours and I'm like, you know, rearranging closets and things (laughs) like that. Um, but I've been married to my husband 23 years. And so we, we are now just like, you know, trying to think about what life's going to be like when we're spending more time with each other. And I also am what you call that sandwich generation, you know, where I've been um, taking care of my kids, but my parents live across the street from me and they are in their eighties and have recently even had some, you know, health things we've had to deal with. So that's a big part of my time also outside is caring for them. So I'm, yeah, I'm that sandwich generation with with kids and parents myself. Yeah. And I'm behind you a little bit um, just from that aspect, because my parents are getting older and I'm thinking as the oldest that someday I'm going to be kind of moving back close to them, maybe not across the street, but (laughs) (laughs) we'll see who knows. And yeah, Pat and I are coming up on 15 years of marriage. So we're kind of a little bit behind you, but yeah, I, I think that also that sandwich generation kind of plays into your the way that you got into this in the first place (laughs) as far as you know having that overwhelm in in young motherhood and I would love if you could kind of talk to us about that kind of where you were at what was going on in your mind and we talk a lot and you're going to be talking about kind of our thoughts and how that impacts our feelings and our actions but having that general sense of overwhelm as a young mom like what was going on and what was sort of your catalyst for making that change when you were feeling so overwhelmed yes usually most of us who become life coaches it's because of our own story and that is the same for me right so i if i if i go back several years before i knew right? About taking control of my life and being like in charge of it. I was what you would call just being at the effect of what was all happening in my life. And so my current circumstances that was happening is that I, like I said, I was a mom of three and they were in the age where it was like either top of elementary school and and middle school. So that was like activities were abounding, right? I had 
uh, competitive gymnasts. I had someone, you know, who was in all of the science and robotics, yet she was also dancing every day. And then my son was in all the sports. And then I was, I had a job outside of the home and it was so part-time as well. And then there is, you know, just taking care of the home. Like everyone can relate all that has to go with, you know, the tasks and the daily duties as a mom. And then there's that chauffeuring. And then this time, like I mentioned, was the time when we were moving my parents to be closer to us. And it, we had this opportunity to um, have them so close, which we loved, but the house needed renovations. And so we went into this like kind of deep dive of chain of, you know, getting it ready for them. And then I had that lovely idea, like, well, if we're doing some work on their house, we might as well do some work on our house. And if anyone <laughs> else knows about, you know, being in the middle of a, a home renovation during all that. So I guess I just want to say, like, this isn't an uncommon statement for us moms to say, but I was juggling a lot, right? Juggling a lot of things, I had a lot of plates in the air. And then as my own kind of personality, uh, one of my traits that I totally used to own is that I am a perfectionist. And then now I tell you that I'm a recovering perfectionist, but I kept thinking that in all of these things that I was either behind or not doing a good enough job or that they were, you know, like I was failing, you know, because I just was so overwhelmed and then I was stressed out and not showing up like the mom I wanted to be. Like I was rushing through evening books, you know, like they're like, mom, why are you reading so fast? Because I knew I had to get to that spreadsheet to work at night. And then I had a lot of angst with the contractors and I, I just felt a lot of angst in my life around it. Right. But I just didn't have the awareness. I had a lot of blame that if only my boss would stop like needing so much, then I wouldn't have to be like upset. If only the kids wouldn't have gotten where the practice is wrong and then I made them late, <laughs> then I wouldn't have had to get upset with them. Again, if the contractors were just on time and weren't like, you know, charging so much and all of that. So you can see I was in, what I can see now is just at the effect of everything and in blame and sort of like a, a victim mentality but I didn't realize that then I just wondered what was wrong with me. I'm like, I'm smart. I used to be on top of things. Why can't I like, why can't I figure this out? Why can't I get things to run smoothly? Um, and then that's not even talking about like, was there any joy in my life? Was I having fun? Was I like seeing girlfriends and things like that? Like, I would say, no, I was under a pile of it all. So my story and just like the short version that I just want to say is that I got physically sick. Okay. And it was, this was before COVID times, right? But it was the flu would then morphed into bronchitis. So it actually had me in bed and not moving for about two weeks. And during this time, this is when the be still and know God just really, really came delight for me because I had, I couldn't even tell you the last time that I've had to be still and be with my own kind of thoughts. And I, I had one huge res revolution and that was that the world kept going that actually without me, my kids were taken care of. Like my husband figured it out. My mom stepped in. Right. And then like at, at work, they did what they had to do to get, I just had this resolute, you know, I, I had the mentality before like that I had to do it all or had to do it right. Or no one else could do it as good as me. And there was that perfectionist part of it. 
And it was just, it was just a, because when you get still, I just had a different perspective on things. And then I just knew that I had to make a change. When I went back to work, this is when the, I was booting up my computer. I was waiting for the beautiful beach scene to pop up because this, that's what I always look forward to. That was my happy place. And I, I had the spirit speak to me and then she it's the spirit said it was time to go home. Mm -hmm. And, um, I had been wanting to do that anyway, just kind of my thoughts, like fear to all the thoughts I had of why I needed to keep that, you know, job. So long story short, it was a big, uh, shift. I took that control. And when I came, came home, I started again, like starting to let go of that, it wasn't the contractors, but what did I want to choose? How did I want to think about this experience? Yeah. I started really focusing on myself. Okay. This is what I also help mom see is that to be the better wife and mom and how you want to show up as a person, you can't do it from an overwhelmed stress state of mind and emotional state. And that we must take care of ourselves first and foremost, because then we have so much more to give our family. And mm -hmm. so I spent the next couple months doing that, connecting um, with myself, uh, my faith. I spent uh, like dedicated some time in the morning to that. Now, again, moms might listen to this and you might be in a stage of motherhood where you might think like, I can't do that. Well, if you can't, but you can still try and find small pockets to yeah. make that happen. Even though I had a more luxury place with a little bit older kids and things like that. But it was during that time that, yeah, over several months, I just saw the changes. I met with a life coach, had some really life changing perspectives and things just exponentially started just getting better and better and better, which led me to be looking up things about me coming a life coach. And I really, um, which I did. And then now I really want to, I focus on the moms that were just like me, right? Moms that knew that they might not be aligned with what they were doing. Maybe they have a pull for something else, think something's wrong with them, want to figure out like how, so that's what I do now. I help moms know how to make the changes that they want, which is internal shifts with your mind and your emotions. And that's just what led me to becoming a life coach and then, and helping moms in the way that I do now. So that's wow. how. <laughs> that's so amazing. And also just that shift from victim to having more of that agency and ownership. Yeah. And I have done that thinking before, like, if only it were this way, things would be okay. If only this circumstance changed, then my life would be better. And thanks to you, <laughs> I can stop myself and be like, okay, is that, you know, is that actually true? And being able to take that ownership over my thoughts and <laughs> Mm -hmm. other people we we wait it, and I if if only other people changed yeah and that's where I want to shift it and being like no you were given this god-given power which is your mind right and your heart and your emotions to make decisions you know and see the changes you want because if we wait for other people or we wait for a later time in our lives, like, oh, only when the kids go off to school, then I'll take care of myself. Right. And, and I want to say like, no, the time is always now. Yeah. 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 And I love, cause you are a recently published author <laughs> and I would highly recommend your book to anyone. And it's going to be in the show notes, but just this idea of the cyclone and you have the cyclone mom method and just that 
there's going to be the storms around us at all times. Right. And I just love, it's not going away. It's not going away when, or if, or anything. And so how do we actually be that, you know, the eye of the storm, the calm center in the midst of the chaos. And I, I love that, that visual because it does feel so much of the time that the chaos is literally swirling around us. I mean, I feel like that most days, especially between the hours of like four and 7 p.m. after the kids come home from school. But in your book, you are covering a lot of ground. And I would highly, again, recommend that people go through it. I listened to the audio version, uh, which would probably be good for our mamas who are used to listening to podcasts. But you talk about these three critical tools that you use uh, to help moms overcome this overwhelm. And some of the perfectionism gets kind of tied in there, like the background, like you said, that you're a recovering perfectionist, which mm-hmm. I am as well. And so I would love it if you could share these three tools with the mamas here, because I feel like they're incredibly helpful to um, help us overcome that overwhelm in our motherhood. Yes, absolutely. So first of all, I just want to reiterate this um, metaphor or, you know, that I use, which uh, this is why I chose the cyclone as, and it was because I read in read somewhere that, you know, uh, it, it was just a very simple line about how cyclones get their power from a calm center. Mm-hmm. I mean, they for them to actually move forward and live out what they were, you know, that God created them to be, which is a storm, right? And for it to go across the water, it has to have a calm center. Mm-hmm. When I just read that phrase, I was like immediately assimilated that with moms. That for us to live out our God-given role here as a mom and to actually get unstuck, because that's what I find and help a lot of moms to get, un, you know, they, they feel stuck. And but they, so they can't move forward and they can't use what God created them to, to be without having that calm center. And I also feel like the way that my book is titled, that calm also means in control. Like mm-hmm. we want to feel like, again, like not at the effect of our lives, but being in control of it and confident, like what what do I, how do I want to move forward kind of thing? So that's where the cyclone um, mom method was born because of that um, metaphor. And so, yes, what the, one of the chapters in the book that talks about what I think are three critical tools to go for, or to, in order to have that calm center, include the tool called B minus. And as far as perfectionists, we all know that if you, you know, assimilate to this, or you relate to it, we are the type of person that always wants to do things perfectly. And we, the way that we can look at it is like, we always want to go for, uh, if we were getting a grade on it, someone would give us an A plus 100 or more, right? And that that's where we feel, we feel successful, where we feel validated. And it was very helpful to me in a lot of ways in my life prior to motherhood, but motherhood itself and all that it entails is not a fit for someone who's going after an A all the time. So we, the tool is called B minus to help you think of doing things in a way as if you would get the grade of a B minus. And I know some people, if you are a perfectionist, will hear this and be like, oh, right? It's happening this, to me. Yeah, <laughs> but this is why, because notice how what, and what I say, perfectionism isn't something that will exist in our time here on earth. 
Perfectionism will happen in eternity later, but we can see like it isn't an attainable goal. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, and so we would always be striving to hit it and never arriving. So then you're never going to be hitting your goals. And then also we would, then you're going to feel bad about that. And then it's a cycle. But if you are mentally doing something, let's say cleaning the kitchen and you want to give yourself a B minus, right? So it might mean that the sink isn't totally like, you know, all shiny, or it might mean that the stove still has some like, you know, egg left over from breakfast on it. But if it's B minus worthy, like maybe that the dishes are in the dishwasher or, or the counter is just wiped down, right? What it does is it allows you to then move on to the next thing. Yeah. Um, so the B minus tool has helped me not stay stuck. It has helped me think it's good enough. And when, because B minus is about what, 70, 80, depending on what your schooling was, right? But what you will see is that you will have a lot of checked off boxes, mm -hmm. which then make you feel good, right? When that happens. But if you have to do everything perfectly, you're going to have less yeah. checked off boxes. And then you'll could have negative self-criticism, berate yourself for not doing the things that you want to do. So that's that. I think it's critical if you want to be that um, to get out of overwhelm and to really feel more calm in control of your life, then B minus is a tool that I love yeah. to share. I love that because I've always been a gold star girl. And um, as far as like growing up, my parents were very performance oriented. And so that's where I was okay, well, if I get the A's, then I get the praise. And then, you know, that was really something I needed to change my conditioning on when I became a mom. But I love this because there's also a connection between perfectionism and procrastination. So if you feel like you can't do it perfectly, you don't want to do it at all. So you put it off. And I find that a lot with my clients with decluttering, but obviously you can go for anything else. So taking that, you can do the action and check off some of the boxes, having that B minus mentality. I, I absolutely love. So yeah. thank you for that permission slip. <laughs> And I would love it if also, I love talking about the science of clutter and how it impacts our bodies and our brains and so forth. But one of the things that's been so impactful in our relationship is how you've taught me where the root of my overwhelm is coming from and that it's not necessarily the feeling of overwhelm, but it's the thoughts that kind of trigger that. And so I was wondering if you could talk about what the quote unquote model is yeah, to sure. help us as far as like understanding the root of our overwhelm, because we're too yeah. overwhelmed to figure it out at the time. <laughs> so the model is a tool that was developed by the founder of the life coach school, which is who I'm certified through. And really it's not, and it's not something that it would is new to some people that are in like the cognitive world, you know, the it's been used before. She just packaged it in a way that I love that it simplifies life for me. So what she has done is we've seen that you can take everything that's going on in your life that we're overwhelmed by and actually put it into five categories. And we do this in order to get some semblance of like, again, the word control over it all, instead of like, you know, what's going on here. It's more like, Oh, What's going on here? And so what it is, is it shows us that overwhelm is a, actually what overwhelm is, is a feeling and feeling is a vibration in our body. 
So when we say I'm such an overwhelmed moms, what usually people say is, oh, because I have so much to do and there's so much going on and I'm juggling a lot. And we're thinking that the reason why we're overwhelmed is because of that, is because of how many kids I have, what my boss is asking me because I'm doing a home, you know, uh, you know, renovation and things like that, whatever is going on in your life. So what this does is it helps you see that those are things outside of yourself and that is they're impossible for them to create overwhelm, that there's something in between those two that is vital for you to see is that it is your thoughts about all that you have going on in your life that is actually the reason that's creating your overwhelm. And then when we're overwhelmed, that then drives what we do. It either has us going, OK, this is too much. And we sit on the couch. Right. And we go like numb out on an episode on Netflix or something like that. Or if you're not feeling overwhelmed, right, if you're feeling like, okay, I'm going to, um, or like if you're feeling motivated, that's going to drive you to go into actions. But really overwhelm is what keeps us doing nothing and stuck and kind of spinning around. So in order to get different results you want as a mom in overwhelm, it's not about jumping into action first because we, we, it's, it's about where that overwhelm is truly coming from. And so that's what that tool helps us see, because then when we can take a look at what we're currently thinking, if we can make any kind of shift or pivot, or th then that is what's going to help us get out of the overwhelm, not getting the laundry done or getting the mm -hmm. right planner or anything like that. So that's yeah. what that is about. I love that because a lot of times when I feel overwhelmed, I'm just kind of like being like, ah, I got to like do something. Or if only like I had put everything in my planner this week, then I would, you know, not be feeling overwhelmed. So that's been incredibly helpful for me. I want to go over the last tool yeah. because this is another thing that's been really helpful again from a perfectionism, but then also just kind of like mom culture and what we think we're supposed to be feeling all the time that is supposed to be unicorns and rainbows. <laughs> so can you tell us about what the 50-50 model is, please? So the 50-50 is the tool that is another tool. I want to say they're, uh, this one is a game changer, but really they all are a game changer, right? But, but this is what 50-50 helps us get rid of this notion that there is, that the goal is to be happy all the time. The goal is to feel good all the time. Okay. And that is again, like perfectionism and getting things perfect. It's elusive. So you will always be in this pursuit of being happy or being in a place that uh, feels good. It's just not happening. This is a fallen world. Okay. And again, that, that joy all the time will happen at a later date, but here on earth, this earth experience, we want to lean into that. It is going to be 50% positive and 50% negative. And that's a good thing, right? Because what it does is it shows you, first of all, we're not all robots, right? And second of all, it shows that there are things that happen in our life, like people, you know, passing away or getting diagnosed or something like that, that we want to be sad about, right? And then it also shows us that when you are happy all the time or when things are good all the time, that would be kind of what, what we kind of call like a small life. It wouldn't, doing scary things, doing like things that are hard, they push us, they have us grow. And that is what we all will are doing as humans. It's all about just evolving and growing on in this human experience. So everyone can relate to this when they thought, when they finally had this job, then 
everything will be good. When I finally get my house all clean and organized, then I'll be happy, right? When I finally get married, when I finally have a baby, when I finally, right? There's always this distant place. And so we bring it back in the 50-50 and being like, no, where are you in your life right now? Because there are amazing things about it and there's going to be hard things about it. And then also it's, it's okay to lean into doing hard things yeah. and, and going through negative emotion because it is going to help you grow. And the dreams that we have require us to like be vulnerable, maybe be embarrassed, maybe like, you know, be challenged. But the 50-50 just helps us remember that that's how life's supposed to be, that nothing's gone wrong mm-hmm. and we might have a day where we're feeling negatively. Yeah. And I feel like all three of these tools are kind of like permission slips. <laughs> yes. You have the permission not to be perfect. You know, you have permission to understand that overwhelm is like you said, a vibration in your body. It's not something that we have to berate ourselves for feeling overwhelmed about something. And that also we don't have to feel bad about feeling negatively sometimes, because I, I think that, you know, of course, sometimes if you're feeling negative more than that 50% and more like an 80 or 90, obviously we want to be seeking help for that, but not to kind of push away those negative emotions, or like you said, avoid it in lieu of you know, saying I'm, I want to have control over everything. And so I'm not going to stretch and I'm not going to try something new. So that's all really helpful. Yeah. So I would love it if you could tell everyone where best to connect with you, maybe about your podcast or your coaching, anything you want to do for the listeners to connect with you. So there's a, a few ways. I have my website, which is literally just my name, danielletienel.com. And I'm sure you'll have it in the show notes because the spelling's a little, you know, <laughs> um, on Instagram and Facebook, I'm at Danielle Tienel Coaching. I also have a podcast that's called the Peaceful Mind Podcast for Busy Moms. And that can be on any of your podcast platforms. And then I would love that the where you can learn what we talked about today um, is my new book, The Cyclone Mom Method. Uh, how to call upon your God-given gift to remain calm, in control, and confident as a busy mom. And when you get the digital version of that book, you also get the bonus audio, which mm-hmm. again, most podcast listeners and busy moms, we love that. And a bonus work workbook as well. Yeah. So yeah, that's how you can get in touch with me. Wonderful. And I will link to all that in the show notes, but thank you so much, Danielle. This was so helpful for me. Your book is amazing. It's very affordable and it's life-changing. And I just want to thank you for everything that you're doing for moms and for being on the show. And all of that right back to you. I love your work (laughs) and I'm, um, I'm thrilled that we've continued our friendship and I was very excited to be here today. Thank you so much, Emily. Mm -hmm. If you like today's podcast, here's what you can do. Just take 30 seconds to leave me a review. I know you're a busy mama. You're overwhelmed, in fact. But 30 seconds of your day makes such an impact. I'll be blessed by your words. They'll definitely make my day. And who knows, you might be entered for this month's giveaway. An Apple podcast, scroll down to write a review. Thanks so much for your time. I'm so grateful for you.